everyone. This is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I'm really excited for what we have to talk about today. I want to start just by saying Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is our third episode, um, having just went live with the podcast last week, and I just feel completely honored and um, overwhelmed by your kindness and by everyone listening. And so um, I promise not to do this every time, but I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who listened or downloaded or subscribed, Um, all of those things. I really appreciate it. And I'm just so happy that you're here. I feel like what we have to talk about today is something that is just so important and it's something that we've got to talk about right away. And that is, why should we even read the Bible? I mean, great question, right? Why do we even read it? And so I guess the first answer to this question really is that it depends on who you are and where you are in your life and where you are in your relationship with God. Um, So for you, you may say, uh, why should I read the Bible? Um, I I don't even believe in Jesus. Well, read the Bible anyways. There's a lot of great historical information and um, you're going to learn so much. And who knows, you might get to know Jesus along the way and you might decide that you really love him, that he's amazing. And if you are um, a Christian, then why read the Bible? Well, I have a whole list of reasons why you should read the Bible. And I want to talk about those reasons today. All right, so let's go. I've got four reasons why we should read the Bible. And I get this list of reasons from the book of 2 Timothy. And I want to give you just a little background information on these scriptures so that you know I'm not just pulling them out and using them for my own purposes here on this podcast. Um, That's something I feel really passionate about, and that's why my second episode was on perspective, because I think that we should know, anytime we hear a scripture, we should know the context around it, and we should never just pull it out and use it um, for our own reasons. And so... I want to do that for you guys today. I'm going to be reading some scriptures from the book of 2 Timothy, and I want to give you a little context for it. Um, If you've never read the book, uh, there's two books, 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. And so if you are a new Bible reader or you've never read those books, 1 and 2 Timothy are letters. They are letters written to Timothy, not by Timothy, but to Timothy. And they are written by the Apostle Paul. And The Apostle Paul was one of the very first missionaries, if you will, and he wrote the majority of the New Testament because he would go and he started several churches. He also... um, He also formed relationships with all kinds of people, and he led so many people, and he taught so many people, and then they would go start churches, or they would start churches in their homes, start churches in their communities, and then he would write letters to them. And that's the majority of the New Testament is these letters that Paul wrote. And so the books of First and Second Timothy, Paul is writing to 
a man named Timothy. And what we know about Timothy from the Bible is that he was like Paul's understudy, if you will. Paul um, taught him everything he knew. And we're going to read some verses that show us that today. And Timothy also had other influences in his life. We're going to read today where Paul mentions that Timothy had um, a mother and a grandmother who were women of faith. And Paul is writing to Timothy, we believe, especially in the book of 2 Timothy, at the end of Paul's ministry, uh, maybe even at the end of Paul's life. And so he's writing to Timothy, and he's trying to persuade him to stay true to the teaching that he's heard, to stay true to what he has learned, um, to the faith, and to the God that he has come to know and believe in. And Paul is kind of passing the baton on to Timothy, and he's given him some instructions um, as a leader of the church and as someone who will lead people. And we're going to look at some verses today in 2 Timothy, and we're going to start in chapter 2. I'm going to read a few verses, and then we're going to start in, and then we're going to read from chapter 3. So I'm in 2 Timothy chapter 2, and Paul is giving Timothy some directions on how to teach um, the leaders in the church. And he says that in chapter 2, verse 15, it says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And then he goes on to talk about um, it says to shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. And he talks about just the um, he talks about the dangers of vain babbling is what it says, but it's the dangers of talking about things that you don't really know about. And so that's why this is a really great place to start with why we should study the Bible, because it says that we want to study to show ourselves approved unto God, um, and that if we can rightly divide the Word of God, that means if we can um, read it and we can show that we understand, then we have no reason to be ashamed. All right, and I want to skip over to chapter 3, and I'm going to read a few more verses. And I'm reading in chapter 3, verses 14 through 16. This says, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Which in this case would be from Paul. Timothy learned all of these things from Paul. Also, verse 15, And that from a child you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And here's our key verse right here. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. All right. So if Paul is telling Timothy, Paul, who wrote the majority of the New Testament, if he's telling Timothy that he needs to study to show himself approved, then I think that applies to us too. And if he's telling him that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God, well, what more reason to study? If it's inspired by God, I want to be a part of it. I want it to be a part of me. I 
that just made me think of this quote. And um, I don't know who said it. I don't know who to attribute it to, but I've heard it said that we shouldn't study the, we shouldn't read just to get through the word of God, but that we should read to get the word of God through us. And I just think that's a great sentiment going into um, what we're getting ready to talk about, these four reasons why we should study the Word of God. We want to get the Word of God in us. We don't want it to just, I mean, that's my goal here is that I want to convince someone that reading the Bible is so much more than just checking something off of a to-do list, a religious to-do list, but that it's something that can change us. It's something that can make us better, and it's something that can bring us closer to God. Okay, let's dig in. We've got four reasons why we should study the Word of God. And the first one is what we just said. It's that we believe that the Bible is the inspired Word of God. If God inspired it, I want to read it. And so this goes back to what I said either in episode one or two, that if we don't believe chapter one, verse one of the whole Bible, Genesis 1, 1, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We're not going to believe any of it. And so we can kind of do the flip side of that too, right? If we believe that God inspired one verse, if there's one verse we really like and we believe that God inspired it, we've got to believe that he inspired all of it, that it all came from him, that the scripture is breathed by God. I'm going to quote this verse a million times, but John, the gospel of John, chapter one, verse one that um, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We believe that God, that Jesus, is as good as His Word, that the when we read the Word, we are reading His words, His very words, that He inspired man to write them down. And so that's why it's so important. That's reason number one why it's so important that we read it. And in saying that, we've got to beware of the dangers when we take one part and we believe it and we don't believe all of it. We can't do that. If we're going to, we've got to take the good with the bad, the comfortable with the uncomfortable, because that's what's going to happen when we read the word of God. There are going to be things that make us uncomfortable. There are going to be things that go against what maybe what we have come to believe or what um, how we live our lives. But that's what the Word of God is there for. It's to challenge us. It's to show us it's not a book about us. It's a book about God. And so I guess that's where we need to like pause at this first reason. And we're saying we know why we know this first reason why we want to study the Word of God, because it's inspired by God. And um, we want to ask ourselves, what is our goal? Is our goal that we want to know more about God? Is our goal that we want to be more of the person that he wants us to be? Is our goal that we just want to learn some good um, history? Any of those are fine, but we want to ask ourselves, what is our goal in reading the Bible? For me personally, when I read the Bible, I want to know God more. And and it's because over all of my years of reading the Bible, I've come to find this very important truth. And it's that when I know God, when I, every time I learn something about him, it changes me too. Because um, this is the example that I use a lot. It's that... When I see how faithful God is, it helps me to see where I'm lacking. And so then that changes the way that I pray. And I'm saying, God, help me to be more faithful because you're faithful and I want to be like you. 
And so that takes me into reason number two. Why is reading the Bible important? Well, reason number one, we believe that it's the inspired word of God. Reason number two, we want to know who God is. Y'all, in case you didn't know it, the Bible is a book all about God. We serve this great big God and he gave us a whole book that's about him. That's amazing. And so we get to know him and we get to know him personally. There is there is a video of um, the Reverend Johnny James. And if I can find the link, I will put that in the show notes. And he says, um, he does this like long spiel where he says like who God is in each book of the Bible. You know, in Genesis, he's the creator. In Exodus, he's the deliverer. In Leviticus, he's the lawgiver. Um, all of these things. I might have said some of those wrong because it's been a while since I listened to it. I know he's the creator in Genesis. Um, <laughs> but when we read the Bible at every verse, in every chapter, in every book, we are getting to know who God is. And this goes back to episode one, my four tips for re- for getting started reading the Bible. Number four is I say that we want to look for God. And the reason we do that is because the Bible is a book about him and we want to learn more about him. So reason number one, why reading the Bible is important. We believe that it's inspired by God. Um, all, the verse says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And so we believe it. Number two is that we want to know who God is. And I'm, I'm going to come back to this in just a second, but the world wants to tell us a lot about who God is. And even our own human minds and our own reasoning, we want to try to figure out who God is. But we can't do that. We have to let the Word reveal who God is. And it will. When we read, He is revealed to us. Okay, I'm moving on to reason number three why we should read the Bible, why it's important to us, is that it's how we hear from God. God speaks to us when we read the Bible. I've been guilty many, many times in my life of just saying that, you know, I haven't heard from God. I haven't, you know, God's just not speaking to me right now. And the truth is, if you're not reading the Bible, you're not going to hear from God because His Word is how He speaks to us. Everything that we need, He has given us in His Word. And so um, a lot of times we can feel like communication with God is one way, and it's that it comes from us. You know, we pray and then we don't hear him talk back. It's just not how it works. We don't get to have like a two-way conversation with him, but he has spoken to us through his word. And that's why I I want to encourage everyone to pair your Bible reading with prayer. If there is something that you're struggling with, if there's something that you need God to help you with, pray about it and ask God to show you in his word something that's going to help you. And you know, this this makes me think about Moses. In the Old Testament, there is the story of Moses and Moses is in 
the wilderness, he has ran away from Egypt after uh, he killed a man. And he ran away from Egypt, and he spends a lot of time out here in the wilderness farming, uh, herding sheep. And uh, finally, it's time for Moses to go back. And this is where he's going to deliver his people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. And God speaks to Moses through the burning bush. So maybe this, if you went to Sunday school, maybe this is a story you heard in Sunday school. And God speaks to Moses through the burning bush and tells him that he's going to go and he's going to tell Pharaoh to let my people go, let God's people go. Moses responds to this request by saying, uh, and this is in the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verse 11, it says, But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? Verse 12, he said, and this is God responding to Moses, he said, But I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall, shall serve God on this mountain. I love I love this part of scripture because God responds to Moses' question. Moses says, who am I? How am I going to do this? And God responds to Moses' question, not by telling Moses who he is, but by telling Moses who God is. He says, oh, I'll be with you. Don't worry about yourself. Don't worry about where you fall short or where you're lacking. I'm going to be with you. And that's what God does. That's how God communicates with us through his word. We pray. We ask him about a situation in our life, something we're struggling with, something we need his help with. And then we read the Bible and he shows us who he is. And so maybe if I'm having trouble at work or maybe if I'm feeling really worried about something or maybe if I'm worried about my finances or maybe if I'm worried about my marriage or my children or something like that. I'm praying and I'm saying, God, just help me not to worry about this. We read the word and we find out that God, that he speaks peace, that God, he walks before us and that he is, he exists outside of time and that he knows exactly what's going to happen. We, we learned that he, um, counts the hairs on our head, that he knows everything about us. And all of a sudden, we may not have learned something about ourselves. We may not have learned, we may not have gotten the answer to our situation, but we've learned something about God that has changed us, that has given us peace, or that has helped us to be patient. Moving on to reason number four, and this is my last reason why we should read the Bible. And it's that in a world with so much information being thrown at us all the time, the Bible is where we find truth. As Christians, we believe that the Bible, going back to reason number one, that the Bible is the inspired word of God. And we believe that God is truth. And we believe that that his word is truth. And that's what grounds us. And if we can put roots down in the truth that is the word of God, then when all of this stuff is going on in the world and when all this information that the from the fake news to the real news it's all none of it's really that great but when all of that's being thrown at us we won't be swayed we won't be moved because we have our roots dug deep into the truth and this is where i want to come back to those scriptures in second timothy because it talks about this if we back up a little from where we read earlier second timothy Chapter 3, 
verse 10 says, You, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecution and sufferings that happened to me. Oh, um, I'm skipping it down a little bit. Which persecutions I endured, yet from them all the Lord rescued me. Verse 12. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Verse 13. While evil people and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. Verse 14. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings. So what Paul is saying to Timothy is that he's been taught the truth and that they are going to be imposters and evil people. And that seems like just really strong language, but it's true that there are always going to be people who are going to try to deceive you, um, whether it's people that you know, or it's things that you're watching, we just have to be so careful what we're allowing to enter into our minds, what we're listening to. We want to make sure that it all lines up with the Word of God. And we can't do that unless we know the Word of God, and we can't know the Word of God unless we're reading it, right? And so that's why it's so important. I want us to be careful here But I want us to also be very real and to be real with ourselves that everything out there, all that glitters is not gold, right? Everything that we hear in the media, everything that we hear in the news, everything that we read is not all true. If it doesn't line up with the Word of God, it's not true. And that's why that's why it's so important that we read. It was going on when Paul, way back in when the New Testament was written, when Paul was writing to Timothy, there were people trying to deceive others, and it's still happening today. Actually, it's an issue that's written about a lot in the New Testament. Almost every book, I think Colossians, James, there's just so many New Testament books where um, the author is having to address false teaching. And you know what? There's false teaching happening in churches today and you wouldn't know it unless you were reading the Bible and that's why I want you guys I don't want I, let me say this right here I don't want to belittle the role of our pre the preachers and teachers in our lives my goodness my husband is a pastor we pastor a church I think that you need a pastor in your life and but you need a pastor who's preaching the truth so you need to take your Bible to church or pull open up the Bible app on your phone and you need a if you have a question, if there's something you don't understand, you need to be able to talk to your pastor. You need to be able to ask him questions. And um, because there's so many people out there who are trying to deceive us. And I'm not trying to be like spooky or like creep anybody out, but this is just why it's important that we know the Word of God and why we're praying and why we're listening for God when we read the Bible, because we want to know the truth. And I believe that the Word of God is the truth, and so I have to weigh everything. This makes me think of a funny a funny story that I want to share here um, before I wrap things up. When I was a teenager, we used to have um, prayer meetings like once a month, and we, uh, for a little while, we were teaming up with a church, like other churches from the community, we'd have prayer meeting, and 
Um, one time during a prayer meeting, um, this guy, we were teenagers, this guy came up and he said, I have a word from the Lord for you. And I was like, okay. And so he said, um, I feel like the Lord is telling me to tell you that he has a plan for your life. And I was like, okay. And I just, I laugh about it now because um, back then I was probably like, oh my gosh, a word from the Lord. He has a plan for my life. The truth is that's the scripture already tells me that it was nothing profound. The scripture tells me that God has a plan for my life. But you know what? If you've been, if you're in church long enough, you might hear someone say, hey, the Lord has given me a word for you. I don't know. Maybe you've never had that experience. Um, Chances are you are going to hear someone someday say that the Lord said something that the Lord did not say. And we've got to know the word of God. That's the only way that we're going to be able to figure that out. And so I don't really have time to dig into to this today, but we'll come back to it. How do we make sure that what we're hearing lines up with the word of God? There, There's plenty of ways to search and to search the scripture. And I will talk about that some other time. But if, if we're making a regular practice of reading, we're going to start to learn more about the character of God and who God is, and we're going to become more familiar with scriptures. And just the longer you stick with it and the more that you read, the easier it's going to get. And uh, Pair, pair your reading with prayer, right? Pray to God that he helps you to take your word, take his word and to write it on your heart and to uh, keep it close by. And that's my prayer for you today. Um, and I'll be praying for all of you who are listening to this podcast that you would be able to read the Bible and that you would be able to keep it close to your heart, that you would have understanding, and that if anyone ever were to try to deceive you, whether on purpose or by accident, because let's be for real, it could happen on this podcast. I might say something that's wrong. I'm a human being, and I'm not perfect, and I'm, I'm trying my best to align everything that I say with the Word of God, but I could make a mistake. So I'm not trying to say everyone's out there purposely trying to trip you up, but I'm just saying you could hear something wrong sometime. And that's my prayer for you is that the Lord would reveal that to you and that in your reading, you would come to know who he is for yourself and that you would you would learn how to discern um, what lines up with the word of God and what doesn't. So thank you guys for hanging out with me today. I can't wait to talk to you next time. And uh, hey, keep reading the Bible. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. To wrap this thing up, I want you to repeat after me. Say, I am a Bible reader. I can understand God's word. And I will be changed by what I learn. Hey guys, you're going to change so much more than just your own life. By understanding God's word, you're going to change your family, your community, and this world. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you again soon.